0: Hi, I'm Mary Harcourt and I work at Lilac and Lemon in Hermosa Beach, California. I'm today's guest announcer. You can find us on Instagram at lilac.and.lemon. Cue the music. In an industry where most of us spend the majority of our time working alone in a room, we wanted to create a podcast where you can learn be encouraged, and find a connection with other lash and beauty professionals. This is the Lash Cast Podcast, and here's your host, Paul
1: Lubbers. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Last Professionals and for Last Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today is actually one of our more favorite formats. We are going to be doing a little Q&A with you guys, so Tustin and Erica will be joining me here in a second, but before we get to that, I wanted to do a couple announcements. First, this is dropping on the day after our Elevate and two days after our Soiree, so thank you so much for those of you who came out hung out with us, had fun, well, hopefully it was fun. I'm presuming when I'm recording this that everything went great and it was awesome. We didn't burn down the place and I didn't get sick or try break dancing after a couple drinks or anything. So hopefully all went well. We all had fun. Thank you guys for coming out and supporting us and uh, it was just great networking and all that. Secondly, I want to remind you if you want to be an announcer on this show and that means you want to come on and do the opening, you need to submit it. So here you go. It's in the show notes. Go down there. There's a script and then E email me paul at Terry lash that little audio clip and we will get you on the show i have like five or six in the pipeline now but we could always use more and uh who knows maybe i'll bump you up if you do an amazing job come in with energy though man come on there and be excited about being on the podcast don't come on and be like i'm so sorry um yeah my name's george and i do lashes you know give me some energy give me some love we want to hear you be up there excited Lastly, we have a little promotion that we're doing. We are asking for you to go on iTunes and give us a review. And why should you do that? Well, hopefully you're going to do it because you just love listening to our podcast, but also you're going to do it for selfish reasons now because we're going to give one lucky person a $100 Amazon gift card. So you need to go on there, write that review. God willing, it's a good review. If it's a bad review, okay, I guess. But if it's an awesome review, that's what we're really are looking for. Then you need to email me, Paul at Integrity Lash, a snapshot of that. I don't know your name. I can't really figure it all out. And if you just put... Don't do that. We'll just give an award to ourselves. And so far, we had a few people go on and do it. But we're going to keep doing this through all the way to the end of April. And we will pick all of you from April and give one of you a $100 gift card. So that is your selfish reason. And then if you feel like you just love us and you just want to shout to the world how awesome we are, then please just do it for that reason, too. Uh, and both reasons would be best. Just for money is probably not going to be fulfilling and kind of feel empty eventually in your life. So just a little thought there. Uh, one more thing. Facebook groups, join our Facebook group, Lashcast Podcast, and hang out with us there. And we post stuff up once in a while, things from this podcast once in a while, not as much as I wish, I'll admit. I know if you listen to one of our, all of our older episodes, we should be like saying, hey, we'll put this out there and that. And when I have no assistant and no staff to help me with this, and I'm doing 80 hours down the salon, I get, this doesn't happen. So it will happen eventually. We're working towards it. But until then, just jump on into a Facebook group and uh, hang out with us, ask questions, get to meet other cool lash professionals who like this podcast and actually once in a while laugh at my jokes. So that's it. Okay, let's get on to now our Q&A with Tusney and Erica. All right, we are all together. I'm here with Tusney and Erica. How are you two guys doing?
0: Really good. Doing well. We got Phil's coffee.
1: Oh, that's Whenever right. we
0: started recording, and so I'm a happy camper.
1: Yes. Phil's coffee is... Actually, I'm not picky about coffee. Usually, I'll just drink any coffee, but then I had Phil's, and I was like, okay, there is another level. Yeah.
2: I get the Tesoro. It's kind of nutty and warm and... Like me. Nutty and warm, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it that should be
1: called Paul's with a Z, right? Yes, Paul's, yeah. So that'll be the, our next venture we jump mm-hmm. into. Right next in Terry Lash will be a Paul's. Mm-hmm. It'll be warm and nutty. Yeah, oh my gosh. warm and nutty coffee just for you. I <laughs> wonder why this is where usually everyone tunes out on our show when I start making <laughs> lame jokes. Anyhow,
0: some people really like your dad jokes.
1: Some do. Yeah, if you like our dad jokes, um, just let us know. I mean, we're thinking <laughs> about firing me. At least I am, and it'd be great to. Yeah. You know. All right. Anyhow, let's get into what we're going to do today. Today's uh, we're going to go back and do a Q and A. Uh, that was actually an episode twenty six of Q and A. And that was actually really popular When we actually did it People just flocked to it And it was a really, I guess, shared And a lot of people talked about it. A lot of good answers there And good questions So we just thought we'd do this part two We'd call it part one I don't know if we're going to continue To just do part 18 one day <laughs> Or maybe we'll just do Q&As once in a while And that'll just be the way it goes But that said I have about six questions here And we will see how far we get As you know, we tend to not get as far As we ever want in the episode But we'll do our best to get through these six And if we don't, we'll save them for another episode And thank you to everyone out there That sends us these questions, this gives us a lot of helpful ideas of what to talk about and where to go with each episode. Because, you know, we have things that we think are important, but we often aren't in tune with the world the way it is. And it's nice to hear from you guys send us questions. We see sometimes patterns, like when we announce Elevate and we ask people for a pain point. I mean, overwhelmingly, people are dealing with price increases and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Those two were, I mean, literally it was like 90% of people's pain points were those two things. There were some other ones, but I had never really put together the anxiety. I mean, I yeah. know looking back- Because you've
2: never done lashes. That's
1: right. There you go. <laughs>
2: Specifically anxiety in terms of how the lashes are going to come out, not like personal anxiety. Right. Well, it is personal, but it is because it
1: it's their work. They're anxious about the client, what they're going to think. They're anxious about, am I charging enough? They're anxious, am I good enough? They're anxious about how to balance their life because they're working so much at times or they're not working enough. Mm-hmm. There's so many things because they're new, so they don't know what's normal yet. And because mm-hmm. that creates a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. So that's just as a heads up, that's something we will talk about now at our Elevate, just as a little bonus Post out there in case this might be able to come out after the Elevate. If it does, we'll be doing more of those. And we'll, I think that's a thing that needs to be talked about more often. Right. And maybe, actually, maybe we'll do a whole episode about anxiety.
0: Yeah, we should. And Elevate is our one day business intensive class. <laughs>
1: there we go. Yeah, people are like, what's Elevate? Yeah.
0: Well, I'm sure we have some new listeners from our last episode. So they're not all up to speed on everything we do.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're always getting new ones and all that. And uh, so there we go. Welcome to the tribe. Welcome to our little humble tribe. We're very excited to have you guys here part of this little thing that we're doing. And well, let's get into our first question. We have—I'm um, going to butcher these names. How about this? Because Erica seems to do better. At this. Do you want to give me the name of this first person?
0: Yes, it is at Merrick
1: O'Brien. There you go. Merrick O'Brien. I was going to say Merrick Co'Brien because there's a K there. <laughs> that would have been really lame. It's like, it? yeah. Okay. Anyhow, what do you guys suggest when it comes to someone who has slept so hard on one side for so long that their lashes are curved and it's impossible to get the extensions to not only sit straight, but also to have a good bond? Yeah. What do you guys do with that? Okay.
2: You want to go first? (laughs) I just had to take a deep breath because I hate those lashes. Yes, actually, uh, you all know the kind of lashes. It's just the client's lashes do not do what you want them to. And, you know, just by looking at them, it's going to be harder to get a good fit, either because they're bent, because they're curled, they have a little kink in them, they're super thick, and they're super straight. And you know that it's going to have a hard time, you know, following that curl. It's not just the one situation where they've slept wrong on it. It's Mm -hmm. just anything where their own natural lash has a different shape than the extension that we're going for. It's super easy when either the lash is fine because it's going to just adopt to whatever we ask it to do. But when the client's lash is either thicker, longer, um, is already bent, that's when we're going to have a problem because it's going to take an extra step, okay? Well, first things first... Mm If you aren't doing this already,
0: usually those lashes tend to be towards outer corners. Mm-hmm. One thing you can do right now immediately is turn the client's head. Absolutely. That is like step 1, I feel like. Turn the head so that they're, you know, like facing you. You're not hunched Not. over to the side, trying to see the lashes, trying to isolate that way. You want to turn their head so they're directly the ones that you're dealing with.
2: Right. So the client's head, basically the face is going to be looking away from you and their ear is actually going to be more like right in front of you. You know. So basically one ear of the client is going to be on the towel or on the pillow, right? So
1: you don't want to be doing the lashes on the ear that's facing the pillow.
2: What? what? No, <laughs> see, now, now you're making me try to figure no, that so out, out And I'm, I'm like I cannot <laughs> confirm No it's like their eyes
0: <laughs> no, are looking at the wall
1: Because I think if it's the ear that's on the pillow That means that's the eye that's in the pillow And that eye would be impossible to reach cause it's oh. actually, And in fact you're now smashing their lashes whatever. While you're doing the other like corner side You're smashing the other side <laughs>
0: Well, really, again, yeah. you've never done lashes, so yeah. you don't... Know,
1: I don't know anything. You can't
2: visualize it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm just teasing, but anyhow.
2: Yeah, so Erica, I, you're yeah. right. You want to take your fingers, you put them underneath the head, and you turn the head so that one ear is kind of into the pillow. And then their face is facing away from you. So their ear is more like in your line of sight. Okay, that's an easier way to kind of work on the outer corners. So that's a very good first positioning Then what you're going to do is you're going to take each lash and you're going to have to treat it a little bit differently. And it's going to take a little bit more time. There's a couple things that you can do. Let's just say, uh, let's take the easiest solution first. And this is what you're going to do if somebody has come in and has used a lash curler and they've put a little bent in it. It is really hard to do a full set if somebody has used that lash curler because each one has a little bent in it. That's the easiest thing to fix in that situation because all you need to do is wet those lashes if they have that bent in it because it'll just come right out of it. It's just like when you curl your hair and you jump in the pool or you get Mm -hmm. in the shower. It just, it relaxes that That curl. Yeah, Yeah. and makes it easy to do. So in the Mm -hmm. same way, so you can either really wash the lash ahead of time with an Ocusoft or whatever cleanser that you use. You can always have a hot towel in the cubby uh, Cabby, excuse me, and then just put that on the eye, which will help straighten that lash out. So say a shrimp in the
1: Barbie, but that's different. Isn't it? <laughs> I
2: have
1: some shrimps in the Barbie, yeah. yeah. That's for our Aussie friends. By the way, we have a lot of people down under.
0: Yeah, hi, Australia. Yeah, hi, Australia. Hey! We
1: love you. We want to move out there and live with you. Yeah. I don't know oh why gosh. I said that, but I, I think it would be cool. It would be fun. Our, our daughter at one point, just a t- I'm totally hijacking this right now, but mm. our daughter at one point wanted to be a cattle rancher in Australia.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah. I have
1: no idea. We'd ask, where did that come from? She goes, I just want to animals, and I want to live in Australia, and I want to ranch cattle. Mm-hmm.
0: There is, and I'm going to hijack it now, too. Yeah. So there is a reality show. It's on Netflix. It's at least streaming on Netflix in the States. It's called Instant Hotel, hmm. and it's sort of like an Airbnb, but for Australia, and then oh. they've turned it into a reality show. And I have never seen that much of Australia, like visually. Okay. Like I just see, you know, you see pictures of like Sydney, yeah. and you see whatever, and, and cool. I was just like... I basically thought Australia was Sydney and then the Outback, which oh. is so terrible. <laughs> so, like, like I'm so oh, sorry. It's like saying,
1: you know, the United States is New York and like the the Midwest. Oklahoma, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like really.
0: But yeah. oh man, you have to watch that series. It's so oh, fun. Man. It made me want to go to Australia like tomorrow.
1: All right. Well. So we, anyways. Well, hey, someone out there in Australia wants it's come out. Give us a reason. That, well, we have many reasons Everybody to go. Years. We just have to find a way to financially pay for get it, there. I guess, <laughs> to get us there. So, all right. Okay, back, sorry. Back, back to on this, track. Okay, totally back into okay. this.
2: So, if that lash has a curl or a bend to it, what you're going to do is you are going to try to straighten each individual one out. And I recommend doing each one individually, not trying to straighten them all out. For example, if you are having a shrimp or a crab, you don't crack... The and trying to like take all the crab meat out of the shells and then eat the feast, right? Each one you're going to crack before you eat. Does that make sense? Way to bring back the shrimp. I know, (laughs) the shrimp, that's right. So you're talking about after you've tried just wetting them? Yeah, and if that doesn't work, then in this example, she says that the lash is curled or curved so much, right? So you're going to take your tweezers and you're going to rub them. You're going to hold the lash... With your left hand or your support hand, and with your right hand or your lead hand, you are going to grab that hair, and move in the opposite direction to try to straighten that curve out.
1: You're actually going to scrape so, it, Like it, you're curling like, oh, a ribbon, a right? Ribbon. So when you're Thank curling
2: you, your a yeah. ribbon, you take the ribbon and you put the blade of the scissors on one side and you rub that ribbon along it so that it's basically scraping one side of the ribbon to create a curl. That's the same kind of thing that you're going to do with the hair, but you're going to go in the opposite direction. And
0: I would suggest not using like a curved isolation tweezer
2: that's I would suggest right. a straight tweezer in both your hands while For you this, do this. Yeah. Yes. yes. The thing is, now there's. Good tweezers to use, and there's even better ones to do this. Any tweezers going to work for it, but the better one is, like Erica says, going to be a straight one. It's also the very best is going to be a tweezer that has a diamond coating on it. Yeah, because that coating—it is a
1: friction, it's like right? grip. Yeah, it yeah.
2: allows you to get more purchase on the. You get to buy stuff? No, it
1: just—it's a verb. <laughs> purchase,
2: um, okay. meaning that it, it can grasp.
1: No one knows that, but I just thinking you know, I'm going on Amazon now, I guess, and I'll buy something.
2: No, no I just try to expand your horizons the you. way that you can use the word purchase. purchase. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, it allows you to get a better grip on it, right?
1: Yeah.
2: And, but you do have to hold it with your left hand. It's like trying to pull a ponytail out with just by grabbing the rubber band. If you just grab the rubber band, you're going to pull the hair, right? So we all know... You have to secure it. You have to hold that ponytail, right, or hold the hair so that you're not pulling the hair as you're curling can, the ribbon. Which would be
1: painful that and it, right. yep, yes. they'll never come back again. And, and th- do not do that. I a question about that. If their hair is laying down like that, you're saying like in the corners, that seems to be very mm-hmm. common. Is that more genetic or is it actually from laying or sleeping? It can causes- be either. Oh, yeah. Bo- it can oh really? Be both. Yeah. Okay. And
2: sometimes it's not sleeping either. It's just the fold, of the anatomy of the clients.
1: Uh- so it's genetic. It's just the way their eyes Yeah. yeah. out.
2: So, so women um, and men who have a median fold. That sometimes people will call that a hooded lid. It happens when we are older, like in our 40s or 50s. We get a oh, medial crap. fold above the <laughs> eyelid. And it's kind of, sometimes people will say bulbous or kind of fatty, where the lid is a little bit fatty, and it kind of weighs on the top of the lid. That can create just a dynamic that causes a little bit of curl on the outside. So now... If the lashes are curved, no matter what, you're not going to get as good of a bond. But the best bond, the best that you can hope to is that that last, we call it the target, which is the millimeter that comes out of the skin. So if you're looking at the hair and it's emerging from the skin, the target is always that one millimeter that's coming right out of the skin. So if you're able to bond that straight, flush against the extension straight, you're going to get a better fit there. Now, if you get that. And you're not able to get the entire thing all the way up to the top. That's fine. It's the best that you can do with that.
1: And, but you do want to get, and this is something I know we've mentioned with makers before... Is not trying to go with too little glue because that's something we see all the time. Mm-hmm. People are trying to get so little glue that the lashes you can just touch them and they pop off. You want the glue to encapsulate the whole hair, right? That's right,
2: especially with these lashes. Yes. Now with a curly lash, a very curly lash, you're not going to be able to realistically get that tip in. Now you could, like, let's say but it you'll be there all but you'll be there all day, here there all day. <laughs> and that can actually for the clients that that matters, you can explain them to this and you can say to this person, Merrick, you can say what I would suggest is taking a picture of those lashes and they're curved at the end Mm -hmm. and afterwards explaining. So this is your anatomy. Do you notice that these lashes here are super curved? This makes it a little bit more difficult for me because I have to hand straighten each one. So therefore, I'm going to recommend a little bit more time for Mm -hmm. you to come in. Like for example, let's say she complains that I just am not seeming to get a lot of good retention on your outside corners. And you can say, well, one of the reasons why is because they're curved. So because of your anatomy... I have to treat, spend a little bit more time on each of these hairs to get them to give you that longevity. So because of that, you can expect them to pop off faster mm-hmm. unless we you know, add an extra half an hour to your appointment um, so that I can take care of these and, and try to get a better bond mm-hmm. for you, that kind of thing. So my takeaway is that you either want to try to use a wet... Like a lash wash. Yes. Or, yeah. Or you can try to manually um, change the shape of each hair. And then just try to get that bottom bond. And then you explain to the client what's going on. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that helps. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I just want to add too is what we do also,
0: like when I mentioned we turn their head to work on the outer corner Mm -hmm. lashes. That's a really great tool. And then we also do something called popping the lid. Mm -hmm. And the best way to explain this over the air without showing anybody is, you know when you use tape? On the eyelid mm-hmm. to, to pull stretch, it up. yeah, to stretch mm-hmm. like an outer corner and inner corner. That's gonna be really helpful in this circumstance too. So we use our fingers for that. Sometimes we use tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, majority of you probably use tape for that situation, but that's really gonna help because you wanna manipulate those hairs especially as much as possible. So that's a tool that
2: will yeah. help you get a better bond. That's right. So when you're taping the lid up, you're pulling that top lid up, but we're doing it in such a way that our goal is to keep the eye closed because when beginners first do this, they'll pull the eye up and the eye will be open. Mm -hmm. And that's not what we're encouraging. So we want the eye to be closed, but we want the margin of the lid where the lashes come out of to be in the up position. So instead of laying and resting on the bottom pad, that's what we call flat on the pad. When you're popping the lid, the actual lash is in the air, not Mm -hmm. on the pad. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's get to the next question.
1: Yeah. The next one is, I know this one because she's been on before with questions. That's Love mm-hmm. Nilu. She's uh, been a very active listener. We love her. And her question actually had two. First one is, wants to know a polite way to tell clients that they're wasting time by talking too much or just making it hard for you to do your work. Oh, I love this one. I love this
2: one too. Yeah, this is great. You want to go first?
1: So yeah. Shut up. <laughs> No, I wish. no,
0: so there's different ways to approach this. For me, it really begins on day one. Mm-hmm. I know that right now, a lot of your clients, you're not at that advantage because you've been seeing them for a while and they're like the serial talker and you know every time that when they come, they're going to be talking the whole time and you don't know how to address that. But I would first say, if it's a new client, you have to kind of control that narrative from the first moment that you start seeing them. And we kind of have a script mm-hmm. that we have with new clients. We tell them that we do our best work when we're silent, which is true. You know, you aren't as fast if you're talking or if they're talking. We kind of teach them how the appointment's going to go. Mm-hmm. So we'll say, I do my best work when I'm quiet. And a lot of us here at the salon listen to like audiobooks or podcasts. So I'll say, I'm going to put one earbud in and I'm just going to kind of go into my zone. If you need anything, I'm right here, but I'm just going to focus on your lashes. Mm -hmm. So that from like day one is important because then Mm -hmm. they know how the appointment's going to go and you can encourage them to take a lash nap or a lot of our clients will also listen with their own earbuds to whatever they're listening to. Mm -hmm.
1: And we even provide headphones for people. So that way if they want, they forgot their earbuds or whatever, we can Mm -hmm. put that on. And, and use that. And that's a, another little luxury thing you could throw in there. And there are a million different places to get headphones. So well, let's
2: add something to that real quick. One of the things that we learned was that we did make a bad decision on the headphones <laughs> yeah. in the very beginning. We spent a lot of money on very high quality
0: earphones. dollars
2: per okay. pair. But the problem is, is that if that muff or the can part that sits over the ear is too big. It makes it really hard to, to the head, right? turn the head, just yeah. like we were talking about the last question. So if you're able to get like even the disposable earbuds that like on airplanes yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's way better because they can put that in the ear and just turn their head Um, and
1: sanitation is another issue like we have to put little ear muffs I don't know, like soft little over shower them.
0: caps. Yeah, that we but put they're over disposable. them. Over the headphones, yeah. They're
1: yeah, like disposable, or we can yeah. wash them if we want, but that way it keeps any germs yeah. or anything like that. Because, you know. Miniso
2: is a Japanese market. We haven't bought them
1: yet, but Eric, you have one, right? Or you yeah, I
2: right? need to bring them in so we can test they them. They have yeah. a, a lower cost headphone. 20, and the bucks, can like that. part, the muff part, is a lot smaller. Right. Yeah. So we're looking at those, but with that, you still will need to get like a little disposable shower cap. Thingy for the thing shower cap, um, but anyway, it, it's a nice thing to have. It's not a shower right? cap,
1: but yeah, people think of this plastic thing. It's, it's a, actually just cloth. think of
2: a shower cap, but mini, and then it's, it's made, made of, of like fake cloth. It's not like a woven cloth. Yeah, but it's it's like the stuff that you know dentists use, like to put on your. Oh yeah. No, yeah. it's more so, like so. if
0: you are doing uh, Brazilian wax or bikini wax, and oh, they wear yeah. those disposable little undies. Oh yeah, yes. it's That's more like that better, kind of material. Yeah, yeah, and it just I, looks I like a little mine. shower
1: cap. I have so many of those now. I just use those.
0: Disposable like. bikini yeah, underwear? I wear, yeah, I wear those.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they were so wow. free, I'll just say. <laughs> Whatever.
2: <laughs> All right, let's give to the okay. question. Okay, anyways. Okay. So there is a way to do this. Let's say you haven't been guiding them well from the very beginning. You can always change things from, you know, here on out. And so there's a couple ways to do that. One of the things that you can do is specifically by asking them, you know, how are your lashes? A lot of us will ask them, you know, oh, how are you? How have things been for you? But instead of saying things or how are you, which opens the door for a, a lot of different topics, if you specifically say How did your lashes behave? Then they're going to be more specific about that and not go down that rabbit trail of talking about other things. Okay. But let's say they've already started talking about those things and they're talking and you're like, oh my goodness, it's really hard to get a word in edge." You know what
1: I do? I just start yawning a lot. Well, they can't
0: see. (laughs) No, like audibly yawning?
1: Oh, (sighs) gosh. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What what, what are we saying? Oh my god. That totally lets them know you don't care. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Worst advice. That is the worst advice. You're fired. Yeah, you're fired. All right. So, what you can say is like they're talking about something. What I like to interject is I'm going to answer this question and then I'm going to focus on your lashes because literally I've been doing the same lash for the last 10 minutes. And I know that you're not going to be happy if you walk out here with just one lash done. So, I'll answer this question and then I'm going to focus in. And then you answer the question and then you're insistent because you're still reminding them that you need to do the work, right? And again, so what Erica said is like, you're going to get the best work from me when I'm quiet. But if you've already passed that, just say, I'm going to answer this question and you tell them, I've literally been doing the same lashes over and over
1: again. Mm-hmm. I think also you guys have done things where you're saying, we have a choice here. We can keep talking and hanging out and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And I love talking with you. But just so you know, you're going to get less lashes during this time. Or if you really want more lashes, I need to be quiet right now to go into my zone, as you were saying, and focus. You kind of let them decide because there might be some clients that are like, I like talking.
0: We've had clients book a longer appointment mm-hmm. just so they can talk Have more. Talk,
1: yeah, that's right. Yeah, extend and the time.
0: That's fine. If they want to do that, that's great. Like I love talking with my clients. I know you do too. But yeah. like, I think we need to educate clients that this isn't a hair appointment. This isn't yeah. the hair industry. Yeah, it's more luxury. It's more like a facial. I mean, or a spa. You even sometimes people talk all the way through a facial too. Yeah. So, but they need to understand that. Every little movement affects that lash line right. and clients like knowing that. They oh, like to know that even do. like chewing gum and their temples moving
2: affects the lash line and they're paying good money or yeah. You know, so, most cases, they're paying good yeah, money. Yeah. So educate them. So if somebody's coming in and they're chewing they their gum...
1: Oh, they should be I chewing will, and sitting on their back. But sometimes choke. they
2: do. So what I'll do is I will <laughs> put the tweezers down. I will gently put my hands on their forehead. So just imagine that gentle hands on the forehead and say, do you mind if I give you a Kleenex and have you spit that out? I'll just tell you, I love gum. But when you move, <laughs> when you're chewing, it makes me have to chase the lash. And they'll be like, oh, no problem. Okay. But like... Taking your hands and just gently putting them on the forehead communicates like, I care about you. So another thing is if they're moving and fussing around a lot, uh, again, gently put my hands either on their forehead or on their shoulders, and I'll just say is there anything I can do to get you another pillow and or make you help you more you comfortable? More comfortable? Yeah. I just want to explain that when you move like this, the movement travels all the way up. And so I know it doesn't seem like much, but it really makes me have to chase the lashes. And when, they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. When you
1: first were saying that, I was thinking you were going to say, I just gently put my hand over their mouth and their nose. <laughs> that's right. And then I just suffocate them <laughs> and say, hey, you swallow that gum. <laughs> oh my <laughs> and then, gosh. And then they're just gone. It's in their stomach and it's over with. So no, I guess that's not... The no, that's again. not the way to do it. Yeah, Pretty much every advice I give you guys today is it's the, the, wrong, the thing wrong thing to do, thing and just do thing. the opposite of what Paul does. Yeah,
2: all right. So yeah. here's another thing. Let's say they need to go to the bathroom during the service. Give them a or cup. Maybe it's the second. <laughs> <Stop.
1: laughs> okay. <laughs> to a bedpan. Chin- bed- here's your bedpan. <laughs> There's a bedpan. It saves time. I mean, uh, yeah. Okay, go yes. ahead. So like,
2: let's say it's like maybe even the second time that they're asking, and just say, it's no problem. You can use the ladies' room. It's just that time is coming out of your lash time. So
1: whatever you'd like to do, I'm happy to do that. This is your time. Same thing with makeup, right? If they come with a lot of makeup saying, you know, I'm -hmm. fine fine taking off your makeup, but this is going to take away time from doing our lashes. In the future, if you can come with clean eyes, that will just help us get more time to do lashes. Yeah, it comes out of
2: your lash time. Yeah, so they
1: understand that. And by the way, this I know we're so many people pleasers out there. As I read posts, so many of us just say, oh, it's okay. I'll just give them more time no no no, no. you can't do that you're rewarding the bad behavior that's Mm -hmm. not bad behavior but it's just the wrong behavior you're not wanting to give them that because then they'll never change and they'll go in for that one hour appointment and every time it'll be an hour and a half because they're late they go to the bathroom and they you know remove their makeup and before you're done you've just added a half hour and you're still charging the same price and that's killing you that's going to hurt your bottom line and i think one of the big things to remember if you offer to give them more time There always has to be a price to it. Don't say, oh, yeah, I'll just add another half hour. You only add time at no cost when it's your fault. Like you did something, you had to run out and throw up or something, you had to go to the bathroom, you had an emergency phone call. Whatever it is that happens in your day that stops you from taking care of the client, then, yes, you should definitely... Tag on the time, whatever it is, if you can afford to, or or discount them. But in the case of this, where they're causing the trouble, don't be tagging on and adding on without telling them, oh, I can add 15 more minutes, but it'll cost you this much more. Mm -hmm.
2: Now, remember, you can give people bad news or quote-unquote bad news. It's just the way that you deliver it. Mm -hmm. So you can tell them not to do something, but you have to do it nicely. I was just going to say that because I want you guys to
0: pay attention to the kind of tone Tessany speaks Mm -hmm. with. She's like the most calming like gentle but so much strength and authority comes from it so it's important to pay attention to the tone that you're using yeah. like if even if you were to like you know gently place your hands on their shoulders mm-hmm. and then you were to say something like you know, when you move, I'm just like chasing your lash line the whole time. So yeah. I really need you to just stay still because I want to get as much on here for you as possible. Like, yeah. that communicates
2: your annoyance. Yeah. You don't want them to know ever yeah. that you're Never, annoyed. never, 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 never. Always be as magnanimous and gentle and generous as you possibly can. You don't want them to feel that you are angry with them. So it's like it is no skin off your back if you're wiggling all over if you're having me fish through your purse it's no problem. I'm so happy to do this. I just want you to know that it's coming out of your last time. So what would you like me to do? Mm-hmm. You know, you never want to be that stand there waiting, you know, like looking at your clock, putting your finger. Don't give them any indication that you're frustrated whatsoever. You have to say, you know, this is your time. I'm so happy to do that for you if you want me to go and get your phone, you know, in your purse so that I can give a a Siri a voice command or something for your boyfriend, whatever. I'm so happy to do that. I just want you to know that it's about 20 minutes left, and that's going to take out of your lash time. What would you like me to do? I can probably do that in five, but...
1: Yeah, and I would, too, by the way, say, be very careful what you do with your your breathing, because I have... Probably the number one complaint I'll get in an email, aside from someone maybe, and it really rarely really happens, maybe once every few months now, we get someone will email, oh, I'm not very happy with my lashes. But more often now, it seems yeah. like I was doing lashes and then they, something happened. Like they said, can you check my text? And then you hear, like you just Never hear this, hum, you, you just sigh. Yeah. You sigh. Oh my gosh, that is like I want to use the word trigger now correctly. That triggers clients. They go, yeah. "Oh my gosh, they're mad at me," and I all I was asking is for them to look at my text. And, you know. Yeah. And so I want
2: you to practice. I want you to practice saying in the nicest way possible. I'm so happy to do that for you. I'm, <sighs> no, I'm so happy to do that for. I just want you to know. It's going to come out of your lash time yeah. and I, because I want you to get the best. you know. So what would you like me to do? Yeah. you know That kind of thing. Yeah. Back to the sighing
0: because I've caught myself sighing because I'm frustrated with my own work. Oh, yeah, work. yeah. That's
1: true too. Yep. Like a
0: lash isn't doing what I want it That's to happened. do. And I've actually explained because like towards the point where I'm like, I know, I am aware that I just sighed. Yeah. And maybe it's the second or third time I've done it. And I will <laughs> just say... Hey, Becky, I want you to know I've sighed a few times and it sounds like I'm frustrated with with you and I want you to know I'm not. You're not doing anything wrong. I'm having a little difficulty with my glue or whatever.
1: Or Paul's texting me right now and just... Ticking me off,
0: (laughs) no. (laughs) And usually they're like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't even notice." But we do know that they notice because hey, they email Paul and they say "Uh, she sighed a few times. I really felt like I was doing something wrong, and I didn't know. Because think about
1: it, all their senses are shut off from everything right now. The only thing they have is their ears. Yeah. mm -hmm. So the only thing they're going to be able to sense right now, they're hyper focused on Mm -hmm. sound. So anything you do in that room from the way you touch them, the way your tweezers click, the way your mouth, what you do with your mouth, all that. They're cueing into that. And people tend to be, I think, a little bit paranoid, like, mm-hmm. I'm a pain, I'm difficult. I mean, how many times have we had clients go, oh, I'm just something that happened. I know it's me, it's my fault, it's my lashes. I'm like, hey, no, 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 no. It's, it's not. probably our fault. It's probably our <laughs> fault, actually, guys. If your lashes aren't lasting, I'm going to blame us usually 1st Not yeah. going to blame you. But clients tend to think it's them. So they're going to feel very personally if they hear a sigh or some mm-hmm. sort of you going, ah. You know, mumbling to yourself or talking to yourself that's never going to play out well it's just
0: a conversation of being intentional like you're at work don't check out like it is great to listen to music podcasts whatever but you have to be intentional with everything you're doing and saying and everything that's unspoken that you're communicating because people are watching and they're feeling and they feel what you're putting out Mm -hmm. and I just have been like
2: reminded of intentionality recently I feel like So just try to keep in mind that they are paying for a good Mm -hmm. experience. So it's up to us to make sure they don't experience bad vibes during the service. So whatever Mm -hmm. it is to prevent them from having those bad vibes, do it. And so the last thing I'll say about this one thing, sometimes clients will come in, and we do have a couple people that are just high profile, and they are on the phone, before they walk in. Mm-hmm. So they won't even greet you. Nope. They're just talking, talking, talking the whole time. And you can't ask them. It's really difficult. We have people that, that are wheeling and dealing and making contracts and, you know, pulling up people on their phone and...
1: Ordering yes yeah, All sorts
2: of stuff. Okay, so if that's the situation, I have one gal. She's always talking and she's always talking with her hands. <laughs> and as we know, that's hard to work with. So what I will do, because I can't talk to her during the hand, I actually put my tweezers down... And I take my hands and I not grab them because I don't want to communicate that I'm frustrated with her. I just gently (laughs) touch her and hold her. And then I make the motion where I'm putting her hands down. And just a gentle like <laughs> patting on the hands on, down, and they get it because and they and know that they're moving a lot. That no. like intimate. I know some listeners are gonna be
0: intimidated, yeah. but I also think I know who you're talking about, and I just like that <laughs> like makes me feel so uncomfortable. I'm like I can't
2: grab their hands and like oh my Oh, gosh. no, because but they're paying me to yeah. do the best lashes possible, and if they walk out with anything less, mm-hmm. yeah. they're gonna look at me and say, what happened? She
1: sucks, right?
2: Yeah. Do you so, say
1: anything? You don't say anything. You just no, because they're on chatting
2: the phone. on the phone. Oh, because she's talking. No. They're making they, deals. They know. They get it. They so know. I, I just—I wish that you could see. I just gently...
1: She's putting my hands down right now. Just gently <laughs> put
2: my hands on them and then oh, put so them down. <laughs> and I just make a little tap, like, keep your hands here. Okay? Yeah. It's not... Does it
1: work? It, oh, absolutely. They don't flip I, you off sometimes? No, they completely <laughs> get it. They
2: realize. They realize, right? Okay. They realize it. No, they
1: get it. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. And I think last thing I was going to say, which we just hinted, but we didn't finish that thought, I think, is like, look, if you need to just tell them look because if you like talking we'll just give you more time we'll do a half mm-hmm. hour we have two times for our fills we have an hour and a half and two hours i know that's long than most places most places are probably doing 45 minutes maybe an hour hour we're and a
0: half moving so many lashes and we're yeah yeah
1: we do a lot of removal and we also a little bit different our technique but that said so we have an hour and a half and two hours so for the talkers we just always say let's move you to a two-hour appointment mm-hmm. and if they really have to talk they'll pay it they're fine the biggest thing don't worry about the money don't get in their head don't get in their wallet don't worry about what they're saying if they want to pay for it a lot of these women, in fact, I think most of our women, money's not the big concern for them. Their biggest concern is about getting great service, having a great experience. We are a luxury service, so that's what they're paying for. And if that means connecting with you, that's fine. Another thing to consider, too, is what your brand is. If your biggest selling point is, I am like everyone's best friend. Because there are some, like Tess, mm-hmm. when you first started, that really was like your angle. You were still learning lashes. So yep. what you really overdid is you connected in such mm-hmm. a deep way with their people that they became so loyal to you. Yeah. I mean, Tussine was being invited to weddings, all <laughs> this stuff. It was crazy those first three or four years because that was her selling point. It was like, you don't know what lashes are, so I'm going to bond with you and you're going to love me so much that you'll just let me do anything to you. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of people when they first start, that's their selling card. And it's card. a great it's like, way
2: to build loyalty that way, yeah. to sell yourself. But then as you grow... Yeah. You learn other things. other skills. Because you also want them to visit and and see other stylists that work for you. If you only cultivate this cult of personality for you you're not going to be able to grow a team Mm
1: -hmm. yeah it's gonna be difficult to hand them off because everyone's different they're gonna miss your connection and we've had that i mean we've really worked away Mm -hmm. from that we're really trying to get our team to do the same kind of service and provide the same experience no matter who you see Mm -hmm. so it's safe and if you have a team you really need that because otherwise you'll just get basically you know five people working for with you and all five of them will have their own clients that will never share with anyone and i think that really creates a very inflexible schedule and also it's not really a team it's five independent operators okay let's jump on to the next question from Love Nilu, and that's this. And I'll clarify. I'm just going to read it as is and then go into it. What are some great add-on services you can do to incentivize clients to try you instead of discounting? So what I think she's basically saying is a lot of times people out there, they offer discounts to say, hey, half off or $25 off, $50 off, whatever it is, and you're promoting. And we're not really big fans of discounting. I think you don't want to devalue your service. I mean, if you're really new, I think that's your only way you're going to go about it. But once you get established and you're always trying to you know, get new clients online, what type of things can you offer, like bonus things, bonus services, that would get people to say, wow, I'll come try you because I'm going to get lashes and this. So what, what are some ideas for that?
2: Mm. Well, one of the things we do is we offer a we call it a refreshing treatment. In the very beginning we talked about calling it a mini facial, but the reason why we call it a refreshing treatment is because it is not as detailed as a facial. So all we do is we, you know, we'll cleanse the skin with a creamy cleanser and using a warm towel so you don't actually have to have water in the room. Then we will put a mask, a hydrating mask on, put the gel pads and put a Kleenex over their forehead so you're not getting mask on your hands, but you're treating the skin to some extra hydration and a little bit more luxury while you're doing the service. It doesn't take away. It takes a couple minutes to put that mask on in the beginning and it takes an extra minute to take it off at the end and so you've done their lash services and when they're finished you're going to take the tapes off before you rinse we always rinse we take a warm towel out of the cabinet put it on the face and it's just a wonderful way to just cap that off it feels really mm-hmm. refreshing and then we rinse the eyes and we comb them through and then we show them so you could do something like a uh, Hydrating treatment or a mask treatment,
1: and that'd be the first time they get free. And what's cool, say next time you want to come back, it's just like a five or ten dollar add-on service. So now it becomes an add-on service, Mm -hmm. so it can be a free refreshing treatment with any new set of lashes. And then hopefully it can be becoming a recurring thing. If they love it, do a good job, you do a good job. The big thing for us, we always say you have to be on time. If you're late for that refreshing yeah. treatment, we cancel it because we're not going to eat up extra time. If we just lost 10 minutes of lashing, we're not going to use the refreshing treatment on top of that. We're going to dump that.
0: Yeah, and if you also do facials and um, you're trying to get more lash clients or whatever, yeah. I would probably do like... Face mapping, you know, like, or I would tell them what kind of skin they have and what kind of treatments they could benefit from. And then all of a sudden they become like
2: a facial client, too. Right. Yeah. You could do things like, deluxe lip treatment. Maybe put a little scrub on there, put a mask on it, finish mm-hmm. with a little balm or something like that and send them home with a little lip balm.
1: So free lip balm with a new set of lashes. Something
2: like that. Because what do. we're trying to do
1: is how, what do we market? Her question is, how do you to market get to get, that, and get them in? Because she doesn't yeah. want to do a discount. She wants to add value instead, which I give a I, thumbs right? up for that.
0: I think it's like what we said with the refreshing treatment. You give it to them complimentary the first time they yeah. see you. So... Another thing you could do is if you have LED light therapy, they could do a free
1: yeah free LED with that. light therapy. Yeah, I or thought or free brow l- treatment, like get your brows done. You know, yeah. free brow shaping. Yeah, whatever you know.
2: add-on services you have, just make the first full set free. Or how about yeah. just like a, a makeup touch-up at the end? You know, put the brows back on. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of powder there. Put a little bit of um.
1: But those are add-ons. That's not. Some, I don't think you're gonna advertise free makeup touch-up at, at an appointment. I don't think people are gonna get excited about that. I think we need to find things that people would get them over the edge. Like, they're comparing. Like, oh, I can go here and get my lashes done. Get a free or, mini facial. Or I can go here. Yeah, free mini facial. Mm-hmm. I think treatments, something that sounds substantial, How not about, something that takes two seconds to do. I don't think that well, would be Well, you
2: can even do, if any of you have paraffin treatment, you can do a paraffin after or before. I don't really recommend it too much while they're lying on the bed or the table because the hot paraffin can run out and get onto your yeah. linens <laughs> and onto the floor, your shag, rug, which... I have done lots of times.
1: So back in the day when so we back had shag in the day. Rug, yeah.
2: So you could, you know, the paraffin doesn't cost much. You can, while they're waiting for you, while they're looking through your lookbook, or even afterwards, mm-hmm. you can just do something like that. Um,
1: I think we've done this, too, where we just had a free lash cleanser with a full set. Uh, another thing we've done is, and one of the things you want to get people to do is come back multiple times, right? So you don't want just to just do one time and then they're gone. So incentivize them on the second visit. So we've done this where we we actually got this from Restaurant Impossible, mm-hmm. I think it was. Or Bar was it Bar Impossible? Go for it, tell uh, me. Whichever one. <laughs> and his idea, his thing, I actually heard him on a podcast talking about the guy, I think what it was called is he said for restaurants it takes three visits to create a new habit like a new client who will become like a, a regular customer so they had a system in place where the first time they come in like usually they, for restaurants you will use a lot of times coupons or discounts to get them in but for us i think you do an added bonus so you say hey free brow treatment free a spray tan if you have a spray tan booth free spray tan something mm-hmm. that's a lower cost value so it's like going to cost you maybe 20 40 bucks but the last thing is your big value it's 150 200 250 something like that and then the Second time you say, oh, for the second appointment, if you want to come for a fill, that maybe you could discount. I wouldn't be against saying for the second time, why yeah, do you come back for? Because a, you're
2: accomplishing the goal of getting them back in the second yeah, time, it's creating the, that habit. This is
1: called the acquisition cost of a new customer, which is a real thing that companies usually track. I mean, bigger companies, less lash laws. We don't generally do that, but there is a cost to acquire a new client. So for you, if you just conclude that's my marketing cost. I'm gonna give them for a full price for the new set, so that's good. That's full value, and I'm gonna give them a little bonus. On top of that, get them in. And then the second time, say, oh, by the way, when they're checking out, say, I'm going to let you know next time if you come back, if we book you right now, I'll give you maybe 25% off. Or I'll give you, you know some sort of incentive. Or if you want, again, you can say, I will give you another free treatment. I'll give you another spray of tan. I'll give you something else. Something you can discount or I think you can give them the reason. So that way, if they book right then and there and you want to book them then, it's called pre-book. And you want that then because once they walk out that door, many times they just forget, get distracted and move on. So Mm -hmm. some little things you can do to help get that repeat business, which is what that guy did, the restaurant impossible guy, whoever it was, that really got people. It's like, he did it three times, and by the third time, if they love you and had a great experiences, they will stay, and they'll become a regular for you, and that's our goal. We want these people to come back every month. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think that's about all. I think we hit those. Well, that went pretty good. Do you have some more ideas? Aftercare no, no, not that we're not done with the show. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's all of that right, question. at let's Let's do that, okay, again. Let's let's move do on. that
1: again. okay, we'll come back. Okay, let's wrap up Love Nilo's questions. There. Let's move on to another one Here We have, uh, let's see, let's go on to... Okay, let's go to Lash Cottage. At Lash Cottage, do we supply an aftercare kit for our clients?
2: Yes, we do. (laughs) We provide little chiffon bags. We buy them from Uline. Um, You can get them from Cosmetics with a Q. There's a lot of places that sell them. I think Uline and Cosmetics sell them in bulk, and they sell them at the least price point. Uh, We put a couple spoolies in there, usually generally three, we also cut paper straws in little segments, uh, an inch and a half, and we use those as covers for them. We will add a business card in there.
1: And What's on the business card?
2: Would you like Lash facts.
1: Lash facts. What's that? Tips
2: and tricks. So once a month,
0: we give out a new business card. So one side is just like a basic business card. And then the back has the lash fact or tipper trick or whatever. And yeah, we change that once a month. And then it's something that helps both of us more. So like, Hey, guess what? If you're on
2: time, we both
0: win, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Put your
2: little things. Guess what? If you don't move that much, you're going to get more lashes.
0: Yeah.
1: I
2: mean, but we talk about like the, you know, like
1: Washing mm-hmm. your lashes Yeah, right? washing
0: your lashes, removing makeup thoroughly, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And a it lot changes.
1: Lot after care, aftercare type yeah, stuff, yeah, tips yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah,
2: Like don't forget this. Now, if you don't want to buy a new set of business cards every month or you don't, you're a single yeah. practitioner, what you can do is just make your card and have a little space on it that you can put a sticky label. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. print out a label with yeah. different little tips on. And then, you know, once a month, just change the Keep sticker. Keep the
1: card the same, but just change the sticker. Yeah. yeah. But
0: I will say that Vistaprint always, always, always has a coupon and yeah. you can get them for like dirt cheap.
1: And what's nice, what we're doing and we've done, because we do every month. And that's because we see a lot of people. And I, like you said, single practitioners not going to need a 250 cards. Right. Um, but that said, you can keep them. So you can recycle them. So let's say a year from now or a year and a half, we're trying to build up our 12. Like we mm-hmm. want one for every month. And then after one year, we'll have our 12 Suggestions and we can probably reuse them again. Most people have forgotten, and like anything you want to learn, you gotta repeat yourself. You gotta yeah. keep saying it over and over and over before it sticks. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I gave them the same card a year ago. It's not like the client's like, I told them, ah. I told
2: them once ago. You yeah, know? I yes. told
1: them a year ago, they should know this by now. No, Don't actually, forget. it's probably a good reminder to them, oh, that's right, it's okay to wash your lashes right. or you should brush them out or whatever those aftercare tricks that we give them. So, yeah,
0: and so we tell them. Here's your new, you know, we like point that out. So when we're handing them the little chiffon bag with the spoolies, we're saying there's a new tip on there. And also it's a referral card. So we say, you know, we want you to give this to your friend, someone who you think would love us. And...
2: It's a 20% off referral for them. So, yeah. So, we'll either say it or the front desk will say, they'll say, I put a business card in there for you. Go ahead and put your name on it mm-hmm, so that yeah. when you're out in public and people say, You got great lashes, you just say, Oh, well, here's the card. Yeah, yeah like, get, you know, give it to your server or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And with their name on it, when they come in, get $20 credit. That way, they're incentivized to refer, right? Yeah,
1: they're going to get something for it. And I think what's nice about the cards, too, is it gives you something to talk about when you're checking out because you have a new tip something to engage them you're educating them so that creates trust i -hmm. mean one of the things we want we tell our staff is you are the beauty authority and they are looking to you and often i know we don't always feel this way ourselves like i'm not some authority but i bet you 99% of you out there listening right now you know so much more than your clients know about Mm -hmm. lashes and what's going on they just don't know And we assume that just because I know something that a lot of times we think they do, but they don't.
2: I'll share this. We just recently put a video in our waiting room. Yeah. And it's the first time we actually showed our technique. And you won't believe how many people will come to us and say, I never knew what you did, right? So just being able to see it, it just puts light bulbs on in their head that they think, you know, they can understand now. Oh, I really understand when I move now, it really makes a difference. Yeah. So this little baggie that we talked about, that's what we
0: do after every single appointment. Yeah. But do we have an aftercare kit that we give like after
2: the first appointment? Because I think that, yeah. I mean, those are different, two different things. That's true. Yeah. So on a true. new client, what we will do is we will send them home with a bottle of Ocusoft, which is the lash cleanser.
1: Yeah. Or, it, you know, there's it, that has them. Everyone has cleansers out yeah, there. Yeah, you can so. make
2: your own. Yeah, or if you do baby shampoo, you could just send them home with a little Uh, travel. That's
1: that's so passe.
2: Well, I'm just saying. Prolong, prolong lash cleanser. Yes,
1: there you go. (laughs) So you
2: can do that.
1: We also give them an aftercare sheet. That right now we're changing it from it's a piece of paper right now, but Eric has been working on a, a, a postcard mm-hmm. that we will be able to give them that they'll take. That we'll just give them remind them these are things you can do. And I know there's a lot of debate on what that is, and we're not going to go into. If you listen to our episode on washing or clean lashes, you'll hear we have a different take on that. But that said, it tells them what they can do and what to avoid and all that. So that's very important, especially for someone who's never done lashes before.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Also, now we don't give this to every single person, only the people who need it. But we do offer and we do give... Uh, little individual eye drops, the yeah. lens re drops. And the only people that we give those to is somebody who already has a, a little bit of a red eye. The eye has been dried out. They might have complained that their eye is feeling a little irritable. If you notice there's a little bit of redness in the eye, give them those eye drops. And then you have that conversation with them. You don't want to use the Visine, because it will cause more irritation. But we don't give that out to every single person because they're quite expensive. But for those who need it, put it in there and tell them
1: that it's in there.
0: We also give a chilled Pellegrino to every client. That's
1: right, client. every client, hey. every new or not. Yeah, everyone walking out gets mm-hmm. a little Pellegrino. And we do that as a little way of, it's a law of, what's that? I always forget. Reciprocity. Yes, that word. Thank you. That is the idea. Is if I give you something, you're going to feel more obligated to give me something back. Mm-hmm. And we found that by doing that, clients tip better and it's just a nice way. I, clients like love it. It feels kind of classy to walk out mm, with a little Pellegrino. Yeah. It's a small one, too. It's not the big ones. Yeah, it's like the little
2: Pellegrino is bubbly water. You can do it with Perrier. You can also it's do it. better than
1: bubbly. No offense, Lorena.
2: No, it is not better than bubbly. Yes, I think so. It is so. better. Oh, really
1: yeah. I tried bubbly. water out of a can. <laughs> no, I, I've tried. I just can't do it. Though. That's
0: just your hoity-toity attitude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bubbly water tastes no. so much better. No. might
2: come in a can.
0: No. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, who
2: wants to drink it's like drinking wine out of a can or yeah, something, or right? Or, wine. or, or I guess yeah. a lot of people yeah. do that. I, uh, <laughs> no, I
0: know. no right. but for clients, I agree. Like the glass bottle of Pellegrino. It's just so
1: luxurious. Well, it feels a little more. You can
2: give them stilled water, but I'm gonna recommend you give them these small bottles. They yeah. have the real like the baby size yeah. waters because green
1: with the Italian on it, it's really cool.
2: If you give that to people when they first walk in, you might have a lot of wasted water because people don't drink the whole thing. I've met a lot of business owners. Who've switched to the smaller ones because it's a little bit less waste. Than yeah. You take
1: it. Now, I want to give a shout out to last CEO, Rikina, because she posted, this is probably over a year now, she had posted her aftercare kit. And I thought it was great. Yeah. It was a really cool thing. I want to go over it with you sure guys. Because sure Because we have some of the things that she does, but she went even further. So, and, and her. Is
0: this- for new clients? It's
1: for new clients. Okay. For the first time a client comes in, this is a full kit. Now, I think she does something else for returning clients. I don't think it's quite as extensive. But first time the clients get this little kit. So in there's an aftercare card. We've talked about that. And a business card, which we have that too. Uh, she then also does a coupon for 20% off of another service. Not for lashes. She wants to get you to try another service. So if you have multiple services, a lot of people do facials, a lot of people do waxing, a lot of people do brow shaping, maybe it's spray tans or teeth whitening which I've never figured that one out but they do something else you just give a discount so that way you're giving them incentive to come in and try other services especially if you have specialists in your salon who are like maybe a nail tech Mm -hmm. and you want to get them to come and try the nail tech yeah that's where you put that in there then she also gives them a spoolie which we do and I love this she gives them a lip balm a cute little lip balm I think that was really cool she gives them a cleanser which is what we do she also gives them one of those under eye shields that will refreshing treatments that people put that go underneath their eyes I think. and love those so she throws that in and she puts all in this gold little bag so we have ours it's like a chiffon bag hers is a little higher inch like she buys these bags I, forget, I don't remember directly but I remember looking oh that's really nice so puts in the gold bag and that's kind of like the welcome gift for someone they first come and I think that's a nice touch and you're going to really go beyond the call because if they go to other salons no one's doing that until they've all the story episode mm-hmm. now the whole lash world will be transformed from this but that's I just want to give a shout out to Rakina. you should definitely fall at the lash CEO she does great stuff and she, i know she's always giving tips and help out there and she's been a guest on our show so you can go back Yay. and listen to her episode too
0: um just as a side note if you're charging for spoolies yeah no
1: boo like the
0: disposable i'm not talking about like the fancy ones yeah. that you know come in a little case but like the disposable it spoolies. Costs like
1: a penny to get <laughs>
0: there i just i don't know why like why Do you really need that extra... I don't know what you're charging, but just rethink that one maybe. Raise your
1: prices. I mean, if if you're hurting for money...
0: If you're hurting for... Even if you're charging like... $2. Two dollars. Yeah, I hope you are not charging more than two <laughs> yeah. dollars.
1: No nickel and dime your guests. Don't yeah. become like a nail salon where everything's just about upsell, upsell, upsell. Give them some value. Charge more upfront. Just say, okay, if I'm charging, let's say sixty bucks for a fill, I'm like, oh man, I really didn't need extra money. I'll know. I'll charge for spoolies. Here's an idea: raise it to sixty-five or seventy dollars for your fill, mm-hmm. and throw the spoolie in for free. They'll actually, in fact, you can make that price change and then throw it in, and it's going to make them go, oh wow, they're giving me free stuff. Now. Now, mm-hmm. So, they won't care as much about the price increase and they'll feel like they're getting more value or more bang for their buck.
2: Yeah. Or if you wanted to appear even more generous, you could say, the price tag at the front desk is $2 and each person you give, I'm just going to throw this in for you.
1: <laughs> so yeah. you never actually charge me your Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? it's like $2, but you're so generous you're giving it to them for Again, free. Again,
2: it's that law of reciprocity. When you give somebody something, they kind of feel, I'm not saying that that's your motivation for giving, but that's just what happens.
1: How about making money? Screw the client. Mm. No, that's not us. <laughs> that's not our way of thinking. All right. Well, let's get to another question that was not on here, but this is one that Tuscany, before we got started, said it would be a good one to go over because that's something she dealt with today. And that is, how do you respond to people who don't want their picture taken? Mm -hmm. And we want to set this up by explaining what we do when Mm -hmm. a client comes in to the front desk. When we have a new client, we always have the paperwork. They fill out the disclosed information, and I'll have some disclaimers and all that. But we also have a piece of paper that we give them that gives us permission to take a photo of them. And I'd say about three out of four people will say, sure, yeah, that's no big deal. You can take my photo, no big deal. But once in a while, they don't. We do ask permission because if you don't, that can come back and bite you later, especially if you're putting on Instagram, you use something on yeah. your website. You need permission to use that photo. And we have a form that we use. It's just one I grabbed from if I remember right when I worked in the film industry we'd always have to have a disclaimer it, like from people from walking behind you behind the scenes you know, right. it, like anything it didn't matter if you get their face you need permission to use that's, that picture
0: That's why sometimes you'll see blurred out faces Yeah because they, didn't, no they did not give permission yeah. to use
1: it especially on reality shows yeah. and stuff like that yeah. So in this case you need permission so if you're not doing that to start with you need to do it and I'm sure you could go online right now and type in Didn't you put it on our Facebook group It probably is in our Facebook yeah. group so join our Last Cast group and there's a page there. It's a... um, Photo release form. Photo release form. Yes, very big words there. Photo release form. And if you don't like ours, you just go online and type photo release form and you'll probably see Tons of film companies and documentaries and all that. Yeah, you'll this find cop- one you
0: can da- PDF. You can yeah. download and
1: you can rewrite it to you know get rid of the language where it says you know uh, blah Will blah blah films. Yeah, blah 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 films. Will Smith Pictures. Uh, no, you want to get rid of that and just go straight to whatever your company name is. Put
2: your branding on there. Right. Yeah. A little warning, or uh, just to be aware of, there was an attorney that was preying on some of the doctors in our area years ago. There's a rule I can't remember specifically what it is, but something like. If you have pictures, before and after pictures, or pictures on your website, and if it's a model and you don't label it as a model, you're in violation of the law. And so this one attorney was kind of going through everybody's pictures, and if it didn't have actual model or actual patient on it, Hmm. um, I know a couple of colleagues that got hit with a lawsuit because they didn't have the actual picture uh, labeled correctly, so... If you just want to be in compliance, I would make sure that if they're actual clients, I don't think you need to say anything. But if it's a model that has not received your services, you're just putting the lashes on him. You have to say actual model. Mm, so, I didn't like, know. For, yeah, for example, if you, especially with we don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like it's mostly...
0: Um, we don't usually... Well, we use models mainly for training, so yeah, we don't post those. Anyway. Don't. I know but, some people...
1: But does that have to say actual client? Like if we do obviously on our page have uh, well, clients. Well, I think with
2: plastic surgery and those kinds of medical yeah, improvements, I, if they use a picture, most people assume that it's an actual patient. So if it's not, they have to say model. Got it. So somebody who's advertising like cool sculpting, Or liposuction. Oftentimes, they'll have a model that's not an actual... Yeah. If you notice on that ad, it will say model. Yeah. Right.
1: Or actual patient. So... But I, I, I'm i guessing well that'd be interesting to look into I mean we don't know this one yeah just showing a client's pictures I guess as long as you're showing clients pictures it's fine I guess it's when you're changing the intent and this is something that we know a lot of training companies they will go out there and they'll spend five six hours doing a mm-hmm. model and then they'll post it online and everyone's all envious oh I wish I could do that it's like they spent five hours doing that yeah. full well, set I
2: think it's mostly like if you're using stock photo yeah. and a stock photo for
1: your, work, yeah. for your work
2: and I don't think that the rule are the same actually for beauty. It is for medical because you're actually, there's more fiduciary. Yeah, there's fiduciary. more on the line there. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I think for beauty, it would be as If we hard. wanted to
2: hold ourselves to very high standards, we could have this dialogue. We could talk about it, you know. Because I think there is a difference. If you're just doing, you're spending five hours doing a model. That's this different. person's should, not a client. You should know. Your customers should know mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I think so.
0: Well, and I just wanted to say too, usually if a client is concerned about their photo being taken, it's because they're insecure about Acne age spots, their brows aren't filled in. So a lot of times I tell them, I edit your photos, you know, like I'm going to take your wrinkles away. And they feel a lot more comforted by that because people just don't like their photos taken. And then I also tell them, you know, if I know that I'm only going to be posting like a close-up of their eye and it's not showing like their nose, which they don't like, or their mouth they don't like, whatever. Like, it kind of calms them a little bit. And then we also, for our photo release form, usually if I'm taking a new client, I'll tell them, if you don't want this posted on social media, but you don't mind me taking your picture for notes, because we do take like extensive notes on our clients, and having that visual aid, having the photos for myself to go back and reference, or if another staff member is doing their lashes next time, for them to see it, like those photos internally are important for us. Mm -hmm. So we'll say, if you don't want these on social media, but it's okay that they're just in our notes for internal use only, then just write social media on this form. And that way they know. I mean, Mm -hmm. it also communicates like, oh, they're not just like, Doing my lashes, they're thinking about a lot more things. And That's right. Face, yeah. shape of my face. And, you know, so I think you can calm them down in those different ways for sure.
2: So some of the problem happens when they say, I understand you use the picture for my private stuff. But, and I know you're not going to show it to anybody else, but I don't want my picture taken. Yeah. They just, at the end of the okay. day are like, no, never. So this is what I said. That's fine. But today I had somebody who had clear asymmetry in both of her eyes, meaning that one eye was smaller than the other. And so what I explained to her was, I said, okay, so it's very important for me to do your lashes according to your perspective, not mine. She says to me, I don't mind if you take a picture with my eyes closed and And I said, thank you. But let me explain something. If I take a picture of your eyes closed, that's my perspective. You don't even know what you look like with your eyes closed. It doesn't matter. What matters is how the world sees you when your eyes are open. The reason why I want to take a picture is because sometimes I forget when I'm behind you, your eyes are closed. I need to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. So let me just show you what I'm talking about. And I, right now, I will erase this picture in front of you to show you that it's not going to be on my phone. So I took the picture and I said, what do you notice about your eyes? And she says, one looks smaller than the other. I said, exactly. I wouldn't have been able to remember that as well if I didn't you know, have it in the record. So I'm going to erase it right now. And she's like, oh, no, no, I understand that now. But I said, so it's important for me to do this for your perspective. If you're not okay with that, that's fine. But I once she understood that, mm-hmm. but sometimes even people are going to be like that, you know, that's like, no, 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 no. Sometimes if people are so not into it, it's kind of a red flag because most people are pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. And, Especially and w- if
1: it was just for notes or for you know, yes. records, not yes. for marketing purposes. Once she
2: understood that I was willing to erase that picture and understanding it's for her perspective, she was reasonable. If she kept saying, no, 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 I would have been like, okay, I'm going to do this, but this person, there's a red flag here yeah. because it's kind of not reasonable.
0: Right. I also, I mean... If it was in the moment and you had to problem solve in the moment, I have post-it notes and I just write down left eye is mm-hmm. larger than right eye, like, mm-hmm. you know, design according, you know, whatever I say. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Do If they don't let you take a picture... I guess, do we put in the notes and say, do not take pictures? Do we put that in so we're not constantly harassing Mm -hmm. them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's another reason why note-taking is very important. And Mm -hmm. we've talked about, I think, Evernote in the past. Yeah,
0: Even if you don't have a team, even if you're solo, you have to remember these
2: things that are important to the client. You have to have a system about it. Mm -hmm. So... I know we're not medical practice, but you know how I was just talking about being a red flag and things. Some of the doctors that I worked for before, this was a red flag that they would pay attention to. If the client or the patient in that case came in it was like, I'm not going to fill out this form. You're not my doctor yet. Why should I give you my information? Or I'm not going to let you take a before picture. Well, the doctor uses that before picture so that we can talk about some things here to make sure that we're seeing things on the right Mm -hmm. page. And if the patient would not agree to be part of that dialogue, which the doctor considered standard, then the answer was you're not my patient. And it didn't mean that they got nasty about it. They're no. just like, oh, I'm sorry, this is a non negotiable. Well, I don't do that. I don't give that information. I understand. I don't think that we're the place for you. You yeah. know what I mean? So, no, especially you're saving, in the yeah. medical field, like that's, people are kooky. Yeah, sometimes people will and do that and it's one of those
1: ways you avoid one of those clients and if you right. get you that find bad it. vibe you on get, the photo that's a red flag because you know? the thing about it the photo really helps save you many times because they'll oh, accuse yeah. you of damaging accusing you of doing all these things you're like let's take a look at your first photo and you see that gap and you say actually we see a gap here this is what you came in with mm-hmm. and now you're saying that we caused that gap I mean, it's, a, you know, we say it in a nice way. Or, or
2: but. a frequent thing is that my lashes do not look the same before I had extensions. Yeah, they're thinner now. And you have, so that's why we always like to have a before
1: yeah. for that. and that helps protect you too. And even if you have someone right off the front is being very difficult to work with, that's someone that kind might not be a good person to bring in, because yeah. already you barely know them, already they're pushing back and having issues, so... We will take clients. I mean, there's some clients who are just like, especially we've had celebrities or some high-end clients. Oh, I get that. They're like, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry, please, no no pictures. Mm -hmm. No. And that's fine. And then when we use pictures, by the way, at least in ours, if I'm right, we don't really ever show faces. I know some people, like, they show full photos of their face and all that. We're always just showing the lashes themselves on their Instagram page because that's what people want. They just mm-hmm. want to know what's the work like. Your website or your Instagram page is really your calling card, and they're just going to check the work to see if they like it. They're not too worried about the person that's in the picture. And like, Oh, there's a gal that looks like me. I guess I'll go there. I don't think that's what they're looking <laughs> well, for. Well, I
0: mean, sometimes... I love the pictures that are like the side-by-side side where they have lashes on one side and mm-hmm. not on the other yeah. side. And when Before you look at it from a holistic of their face, you can see like this really changes like yeah. their whole face. It does. So there's totally value for that. But especially like in the notes, we it's just like a close-up of their eye. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then no, you're right. For Instagram, in fact, it would probably be good if we did have some of those on ours. Yeah. But overall, you can let people know based upon their... You know, maybe how they're pushing back. saying, look, actually for you, I'm just going to be using it just for the eye. Like, don't worry. We, you can put the notes. Like, if you use photos, just only use photos of eye. It's all about note-taking and tracking this. So you have to put mm-hmm. systems in place to be able to do this. And we've talked about Evernote in the past. That'd be something to look into. Evernote's a software that you can literally create a database and it's searchable. It's easy to find. You just create a folder for each person's name and in that folder is all their notes of what you did on, on their work and you date it and you track it. And that mm-hmm. way you can... Know if they said, "No, what, last year, in December 2017, you did these amazing lashes for Christmas. I'd love to have those again. You're like, crap, that's like two years <laughs> ago. But now you have your notes you and go back and find it. Or but even better, you can look at the photo and go, oh, there you go. That's exactly what I did. Great. Now I can go back and you can recreate that look. So photos are extremely important. But at the same time, we got to respect our people. But mm-hmm. definitely... Get the photo release form if you don't have it. Join our group, download it, and that uh, will be something very helpful. Okay, I think we've hit everything, but Tess wants to do one more. You want to do one yeah, more? Yeah, do one more. Okay, we're just going to go extra bonus time because we're going long here, but let's see. All right. Uh, this is from, oh, gosh, okay. Fee Lashes with a P,
2: <laughs> P-H-I. I
1: mean, it's Phil Lashes.
2: No, it would be that Phil would be, Ashes. Yeah, that would be Phil Ashes. We're it's in Phil's Fee-
1: coffee. This is Phil's <laughs> Lashes. Okay. Anyway, it's right. from
2: Filashes yep. dot Xinab.
1: Dot, I was gonna say Zynab.
2: <laughs> Zenia B. Xenia. Xenia. Nab. All
1: right, okay. we just totally butchered your name, sorry. And the question can, is: Can you please tell me what should I say to someone who tells me that I'm expensive? Right.
0: You're not my client. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> no, no, no. Bye. No,
1: no. You
2: always say this with charm, charm and warmth and honey, right? So you can say, "Well, there is a difference between Ford and Mercedes. There's a difference between Kmart and, uh, Motel yeah, Six and the Ritz. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference between find um, some
1: female probably
2: Walmart like and Nordstrom."
1: Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. even
2: a res- difference between Walmart and Target. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: true. right, Right? Yeah. There is. So yeah.
2: there are reasons why I may be more expensive. My customer service is top notch. These are some of the things that I do that separate me from the rest. Mm-hmm. I'm not for everybody. Yeah. But for those who are looking for a specific experience,
1: Under, I'm your gal. I'm your
0: gal. Yeah. yeah. And if they really fight you, then yeah. you go, if I charge less, I literally won't.
2: Make any money and I will have to close. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I cannot, I think the answer is that. I need to charge this in order to do deliver the kind of quality that my clients expect.
1: I think a lot of people, and I hear this all over. We, I don't think we get it as much. Clients will call and they'll ask us what our price is, and we usually talk about the experience. Then we don't go right in the price. They don't go, "Well, it's three hundred dollars for a new set." No, we don't say that first. We're always like, "Well, let me tell you a little bit about our salon," and we say, At "Our salon, we have private rooms, and all our clients, you will come in. It'll be more like a spa experience." And we go on a little bit, and then say, "We do all." All that for $300. And then we even talk about how we throw in the free lash. Now we're talking about we throw in the lash, um, not wash, but the you know the cleanser, soft, the free Ocusoft, And you know, it's going to be a wonderful experience. And you can go four weeks between appointments. You won't have to come in as often. And we have longer appointments. We try to talk about all those things, the things that make us unique. So whatever it is about you that makes you unique, come up with that script. So when someone says, hey, what are your prices? Don't tell them the price because they're going to immediately go, "Wow, well, that's expensive or whatever. It doesn't matter what the price is. Share the experience, what they're going to get by seeing you, what makes you special. And then at the end, then you say, and all that for whatever the price, $200 mm-hmm. for only $300 or only $500. Go for it. Whatever it is you think you can do. And then at that point, the client may say, oh, that's really expensive and you know what I, we don't try to haggle and argue with them at yeah that point. just not, say
2: I know I'm not for everybody not, but there's other price points lashes are fantastic I know not everybody can see me but a lot of times people will save up for that one experience that they want it's okay if they say you're expensive yeah. you know it's pat yourself on the back but just remember don't be offended by them
1: or don't argue D- with don't them don't argue the with it
2: smile and say I know you know what I, I know. in fact
1: know what you want to I do know. if you know another place that does the okay work for a lower price point you can even say look I know there, their down the street. She does it for only $100. I can give you her number if that's helpful.
0: Mm-hmm. she's not you know booked out as long as I am yeah. but go give her a try
1: so. yeah give her a try but no I mean they'll be blown away that you're referring in fact they may endear you to them like wait a minute mm-hmm. you're referring me to someone mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, they'll at least that leave, confidence is pretty sexy it's yeah like, wow. it is
2: it makes it feel like yeah I understand I'm not for everybody yeah they'll
1: at yeah. least leave really respecting you and they'll yeah. keep that in mind or they may aspire to come to you one day yeah. you, know what? you know what I can't afford you right now but I can already tell that you that's something that most people don't have and I'm going to save up and I want to come and try you another time I mean I used to work front desk i had that all the time people say you know what i know i so much want to see you guys but i can't afford it but you know what i'm gonna go somewhere else but when i save enough money or i get that raise or i get out of college or whatever it is that they're doing in their life i'm definitely gonna give you guys a try yeah.
2: you just don't want to shame people you just don't want them to walk away with any feeling like they've irritated you
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you don't want to come out snobby or you're fended. don't feel like it's like melrose and you walk in and they look and you go what the hell are you doing in my store pretty
0: woman yeah, yeah pretty
1: woman yeah I mean, we've walked in before like and that's I've got that feeling like okay I'm obviously not the right part I'm a guy in a woman's salon but anyhow
0: I refuse to go shop on Rodeo Drive or anywhere in Beverly Hills because they all have that attitude yeah. and they don't know that I could be a trust fund kid who yeah. just doesn't like to wear labels yeah
1: exactly you refuse to reject our culture uh. and you beat your own drum and there's plenty of people like that too but they don't know then they yeah. lose out so the funny thing is that if I walked in. I can't afford it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, but that said, I think we really need to. Um, when it comes to being expensive, stop getting in their wallet and getting in their pocketbook and trying to bait or justify. find justify what you're doing. Stick by your prices. One of the things I'm gonna there's another thing to post why we should come to elevate. If it hasn't happened already, our business intensive when this comes out. We'll have another one in the future. We will talk about pricing and how you actually calculate what your true price will be. It's not just a made-up number that you just guess or you look at the average of all the people around you and you figure it out. You, there's actually some little math you can do that will give you a good pricing so you can make a profit.
2: And it's not a magic number that you just accumulate with every class that you ever yeah, take you only just get experience. one. Oh, I got a just...
1: certificate. Add 10 more dollars. It doesn't ching, work ching, that ching, way. Yeah, you know, sorry. It doesn't work that way. But there's real... Science, not science, math that you can do. Formulas. Formulas that will help you figure it out so you'll make good money. And you know what? You may end up charging more than everyone. And as long as you have clients walking in through the door... You know, God bless you. Keep it up. Go for it. And if the clients stop coming in, that's the market telling you you've overpriced yourself, and it's time to back off a little bit and eat some humble pie and, and market yourself correctly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't get into the thing and don't feel obligated to give discounts and haggle with people. You hear it all the time online. You see people. Well, I have all these people calling, and I'm always haggling with them. Don't get into that because once the word's out that you aren't your full price, they'll tell their friends. Their friends going to do, or and- they'll wait for the discount or the posting half off. You know, it's just. You don't want to get into that game. Like Apple computers, I always love because they don't discount. Well, actually, they slightly have lately, but they use for the longest time. You can never get anything for less than full value, and you just knew that's the way it is. And even now, I think if you get discounts, like, oh, 5% off or something like that, it's like, almost like worthless as far as the discount goes. So that's our thoughts on that. Anything else that you guys want to add on that? Nope. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our Q&A. We had more, but we got through, I think, six questions, and we had two or three left to go, so that was pretty good. Yeah. Good go- job, Virtual guys. five. High five. Hi- High five. There there, there we go. There we go. High five. (laughs) All right. And we'll wrap it up here and we'll do this again soon. All right. Well, that about wraps it all up. I want to thank you for listening to this episode. And I also want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Integrity and at Lashcast Podcast. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And don't forget, we're doing that $100 gift card giveaway to one lucky reviewer. So go on iTunes right now, give us that review, and email me at Paul at a screenshot of that review. If you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, please DM us at LashCastPodcast. On behalf of our engineer, Britton, my lash experts, Erica and Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry.